Welcome back to another episode of 68 Shining Moments presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Today, I am joined by Paul Jesperson of Northern Iowa, who hit that half-court shot to beat Texas back in 2016. Welcome back to another episode of 68 Shining Moments, and I am thrilled to be joined today by Paul Jesperson, the man that hit that half-court shot that everybody remembers from Northern Iowa. Paul, thanks for being here. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. So you are officially a, a March moment. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to call it that. I'm going to term it that uh, the half court shot that you hit uh, as an 11 seed to beat Texas in the 2016 tournament. That's going to get replayed every single NCAA tournament for as long as tournaments exist. So I'm curious, what is it? What is it like knowing that something that you did is going to live on forever like that? Um, you know, it's a super cool feeling. Um not only for myself, but it kind of brings me back to a spot of, you know, you're in the, in the summer workouts with your teammates, um, the long practices, getting it into, getting into it with guys on the team. Um, it just brings me back to a good spot. So when I kind of see that flash every time around this year, it, uh, it's, uh, it brings some good memories to mind. When, when, do you know that there's a highlight of it playing somewhere because your phone just starts blowing up randomly? Is that, does that still I'll happen? get some random texts. Yeah, I'll get some random texts, but I'll be randomly watching the game and all of a sudden it kind of flashes up there and they put the little mesh together of, um, you know, some special moments that happen. So, but yeah, a couple of people will take me in some posts and uh, they always make sure to text me. How, how often do people recognize you as that guy? And does it ever happen outside of Cedar Falls? <laughs> it's happened a time or two um but uh it's nothing like i'm walking into you know a random restaurant in, in a random city and they're like oh my god there's a half court guy it's, it's not <laughs> like that no <laughs> all right so no texas fans are trying to chase you down then uh all right no not yet not yet. before we get into the the shot itself specifically uh i, I just want to talk a little bit about your team that year I and mean, you guys beat North Carolina in the first week of the season. This was the year that North Carolina made it to the title game. They had Marcus Page and all those dudes. Uh, you guys also beat Iowa State, who ended up being a top 25 team that season. Um, but you also lost like 12 games throughout the year. So uh, when you when you got drawn as an 11 seed and you see that you get Texas, you get Shaka Smart. I, th- was, I think that was his first year at Texas. Maybe it was his second year. But mm-hmm. um, so you guys, you guys draw them. I, I got to imagine you're feeling pretty confident, right? You've beaten some good teams this season and you get a draw against a team that, that uh, obviously was beatable for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That year was obviously a whirlwind year for us. Um, like you said, we, we did some things in non-conference that if we would have took care of business during our conference schedule, would have been in a really good spot come selection time. Um, but we had a lapse during conference play, dropped a, a big mess of games um, about midway through the season and kind of had to regroup and, and got rolling at the right time and were able to make a tournament run, obviously. Um, so we felt very confident um, going into that game. It wasn't a game where we ever felt like we were kind of going to be the underdogs or anything like that. Um, we fully expected to win that game going into it and um, we were able to get it done. Well, you, I mean, you came out playing like it as well. I think you were up by 16 points with, with six yeah. minutes left. Uh, and then six minutes into the second half, that lead was gone and you guys were down by six. So was there ever a point in time where you guys were like, ah, oh, shit, I think we just blew this. You no, you know, we had, we, we had talked about it at halftime. Um, we knew they were going to go on their run, right? I mean, it's college basketball. It's basketball in general. Teams go on their runs. Um, so we knew that they were going to go on one at some point. We just kind of needed to to uh, weather the storm and we'd be fine. But, um, you know, we cleaned up a couple things at halftime. Um, 
And like I said, they came out, punched us in the mouth for the first few minutes, and we were able to weather that a little bit and uh, put ourselves in a good position at the end of the game. All right, so let's talk about the end of the game. There are 11 seconds left. Wes misses that second free throw, so you guys are up two. Uh, yep. What's going through your head as Isaiah Taylor is coming down with the ball, chance to tie, maybe take the lead, maybe win the game at the buzzer? Um, what are you thinking on that final Texas possession when they tied the game? Obviously, we wanted to play good defense. We didn't want to give up threes. Um, if I remember correctly, I think Isaiah kind of isolated him a little bit towards the top of the key and ended up hitting actually a pretty contested two. Um, I thought West did a good job on it. Uh, um, but then I remember checking the, uh, the clock and seeing like 2.5, 2.7 was somewhere around the clock. So I had an idea of how many times if I got it, I'd be able to put it on the floor. Um, we didn't have an end of game play like a lot of teams do in situations like that. So I thought we had pretty good spacing. Um, I mean, I had my butt to the bait or sideline. Wes was flashing back to the ball. And uh, Bohannon kind of was our guy all year who had taken the ball out of bounds in situations like that and made a heck of a find. And I was able to shake a couple of defenders and got a pretty clean look. You guys, so you don't have an end of game play. What, what's the strategy there? I noticed that Ben didn't call a, a timeout either. Was that something that you had worked on before? Or is that something that you had gone through in, in special situations in practice? Like, how did that, how did that end up? Or I can't imagine that he was just like, hey, you know what? We'll figure it out if he makes it, he makes it. Or, or is that kind of what he was like as a coach? Coach was kind of like that in a way, um, you know, and I, and I agree with him too, because it's, it's, it's harder to play against a set defense, especially for an end of uh, kind of end of game situation like that, where you're taking the ball side out of bounds, if you call a timeout. Um, so, you know, we had solid spacing. Like I said, I think I was tight towards the sideline. Wes was coming back towards the ball and obviously Bo had the baseline to go. So um Obviously, in situations like that, you kind of want to get a momentum going down toward the, towards the opponent's basket. And I was able to get a little bit ahead of steam and catch on the run. And those guys kind of ran uphill, which played into my, you know, my benefit. And I was able to shake free, like I said, and got a clean look. Before we continue that interview, I just had to let you guys know that it is that time of year again. We have waited two years for this moment, and it is finally here. March's biggest tournament is back. Gonzaga's getting ready to run the table. Slippers are being fit as we speak. And our partners over at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, are putting our listeners at the center of the action. How? If you bet $4 on an underdog in a select game this week, and that underdog wins, you win $256. That's right, $256. Here's how it works. You download the app now. You use the promo code FIELD68 when you sign up. Scroll through the list of select underdogs, bet $4 on one of them to win, and cash $256 when they do. There is no better way for you to put your college hoops knowledge to the test and then to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's safe. It's secure. It's reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. I know this because I use them. So remember, the code is FIELD68, that's FIELD68, to turn $4 into $256. For a limited time only, must be 21 years or older. Restrictions apply. Go to DraftKings.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
So now that you're kind of getting into the coaching ranks, is that the same way that you would do it? Would you just let your guys <laughs> go out there and rock? Would you draw something out? Would you try to diagram up the uh, the Bryce Drew Valpo play? What are you doing in that situation? I think I think that would uh, that would depend on the team I have. You know, if I got an older older team that I think can execute some things, it might be a different situation. If I got a younger team, um, I think it'd play out differently. But um, you know, it depends on the personnel I got. So you release the shot. The ball's in the air. Did you think it was good? Did you think you hit it? Did you think you missed it? What, what's going through your head while that ball's in the air? When it left my hand, I knew it had a tr- chance to go in. Um, obviously, with half-court shots, you're never positive if that thing's going to go in or not. But, you know, when it came off my fingertips, I knew it was either going to be long, short, or good. It didn't feel like it was going to be left or right. So, um, thankfully, that thing banked in, and we were able to live to see another day. So you you hit the shot and then you run directly to the scores table and you do the pose like this, right? <laughs> did you did you ever plan that? Did you think about what you were going to do in that situation? Because it was it was a pretty cool celebration. If that was just something that was kind of off the cuff and spontaneous, it was off the cuff. It came to mind kind of um, spontaneously, but it was. I think it was more so because that section was um, kind of our fans um, and family were sitting over there. So I remember. You know, when I got my arms up like that, I'm trying to lock and search for my parents. Um, my brothers and sisters were there. So I was just trying to crowd surf and find those guys. Um, and I was able to lock on with them. So it was cool to see, obviously, all the familiar faces that were with us all year. But then to see my family there was pretty special. Yeah. And I, I got to imagine um, that they were pretty excited to see you they were. make that shot in that moment. They were. I know my mom was going crazy for a while. Um, but obviously, you know, to have all my family there, like I said, was, was pretty cool. Um, those guys have obviously been with me throughout my entire career. When I was a little kid, they saw me coming up. So to kind of see them in that moment and for them to be there in person, meant a lot. Does anyone give you credit for that, that celebration and that pose? Cause I, I got to imagine you got to have like a, a picture of you standing there like this, the poster on your wall or something, right? I got a, I got a picture of it, but um, no, nobody gives me credit. That's crazy that you said that. You know, I'm gonna have to start harassing people a little bit more to give me credit for the celebration more than the shot. You should, man. You should. <laughs> the pose was great. Um, all right, so take me through. Obviously, you have the. I mean, everyone jumps on you. Teammates are all all around you. What do you remember? about um going back to the locker room what do you remember about the bus ride because i was talking with uh we've done like 55 of these by now and um i I was talking with the guy remember steve murfell do you know that name he was the head coach at hampton when they beat iowa state in 2001 oh yeah there's the picture of him getting bear hugged and lifted up by one of his players yes he does not remember any of that he doesn't remember a a single thing from the celebration all he remembers is like the video watching the highlights, the video of it. So do you have any specific memories of, of after and at the celebration and going back to the locker room and experiencing that with your teammates? Um, yeah, I definitely remember the locker room. Um, it was crazy when we got in there. Uh, coach was so happy for us um, to live to kind of see another day. Uh, but kind of after that, it's like I don't remember, remember specifics. I just remember everybody kind of being in there us talking about it and then coach kind of addressing like, Hey, we play again, um, you know, within 48 hours. So take your time, however long you need to kind of enjoy this moment, but realize that you guys got another one coming up that you got to refocus for. Yeah. I'm, that was going to be my next question is how long were you actually celebrating? And when did you get to the point where you're like, well, shit, we got Texas A&M in, in 48 hours. We better get yeah. ready to go. They're good. I, uh, so I took that night. 
Um, I gave myself through the night, replied to, you know, as many people as I could um, that night, and then just left it at that, turned my phone off for a little bit, um, turned my Twitter off, all that stuff, and just kind of focus on the next game and then address that stuff later on. Um, but I took the rest of that night and then kind of tried to stay focused and get focused for, on, the, on the next game. So we had last week, we ran one of these with, with Ali Farouk Manesh, who obviously has the a famous <laughs> Northern Iowa shot. So I want you right now, this is how we're going to wrap up. I want you to stake your claim as having the best shot in Northern Iowa basketball. I can't, hey, I, I can't do that. Don't do that to me. I, somebody asked me a similar question uh, like last week and I got to give Ali the credit. He kind of, he kind of put, put you and I on the map. Um, he made it for, you know, guys like myself to come after him and, you and I'd already be a household name for the NCAA tournament. So I got to give credit where credit's due. So he's taking the reins on that one. You know why, why you got to give him credit? Because you hit a half court shot at the buzzer, which is the shot everybody's going to take. Is there any chance in hell that you would shoot a three with 37 seconds left in the game, 30 seconds left on a shot clock up by one against the number one seed in the tournament? You got to have some stones to take that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I know my coach would probably be on the back or on the bench yelling, pull it out, pull it out. But, you know, I don't know what I would do in that situation, but I know his teammates had to be pretty dang happy that he shot that thing and it went in. And they were very happy that he actually made it too. So that was the- – That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, listen, Paul, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much, man. And uh, this was fun. This was fun catching up. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on.